but it would solve the problem sam the issue is really not so simple after all is it the thing is if we acknowledge god's right to deal with things we don't like shouldn't we also acknowledge his right to deal with the things he doesn't like let us now turn to our scripture reading Psalms 73 verses 1 to 17 and it reads truly God is a good to Israel even to such are uh, as are of a clean heart but as for me my feet were almost gone my steps had well nigh slipped for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasseth, compasseth them about as a chain, violence covered them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than hearts could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens and their tongues walketh through the earth. Therefore, his people return hither and waters of a full cup and wrung out to them, are wrung out to them. And they say, how doth God know, and is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who, who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against a generation of my children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Amen. I hope you understood this, this psalm. It was so profound. I mean, a lot of people look at it this way, and I've done it many times. I've looked at it and said, how is it that we have so many people who do so, so much wrong? I look at um, the people, how they gain their riches and how they prosper. They have gained so much and are living uh, high lives. They... Even not about the partying, it's not about the partying, but it is about being able to provide for yourself and being able to provide for your family. And the amount of riches that they have, they could provide for the entire uh, community, uh, wherever they live, or they could provide for the, the poor. 
they could do so much for those who do not have it right but they do not they continue to live the lavish lifestyle they continue to do things that they shouldn't do and they still prosper they still have a life that a lot could do with a lot could um could want to live all right but then you have the christians it doesn't matter what uh day you worship at this point right i'm not talking about that but i'm talking about people who actually follow god's words i'm talking about people who read the bible people who pray daily people who do their devotionals these are the people that suffer the most they have to fight basically to live because um there's so much that is against them the people at their job they are arguing with them uh they're in trouble at school they can't learn quick enough they don't people who are actually working not getting enough money to pay their bills take care of their family they are sick so many things are happening to those who don't deserve it but this the end here says that this until you go into the sanctuary of god then you will understand that we are preparing ourselves for what is to come so those who are out there living the lavish lifestyle those who are doing the wrong and living the rich and maybe not so happy but they portray to us that they are happy they are living that kind of lifestyle that we want to live they are preparing for now and not what is to come so what do you think will happen those who are preparing and those who are not preparing what do you think will happen in the end that is our food for thought for today that is the what we should think about today so when we see that things are not happening the way it should we just have to continue praying and continue asking god for help continue asking god for help yes so that i believe is the scripture reading psalm 73 verses 1 to 17 all right so there is a reflecting section here it says based on today's reading what is one thing god is saying to you what is one thing god is saying to you god is saying to me be patient be patient continue to to pray continue to listen to his word continue to follow the bible follow in in his footsteps because our day will come it is not our time now 
but our time will come and we just have to be patient and wait on that but if you have uh something else that this scripture is saying to you or this whole devotional for today is saying to you please don't be afraid to send a response whichever app you're listening this to please don't be afraid to send a response and i will either read them tomorrow or i will i will respond to you separately all right so that my dear is a devotional for this morning i hope that you have enjoyed listening to this devotional and you have at least gotten something from it because i'm sure that i have especially that bible verse which is now so dear to me because this has been thoughts of mine so it's good to hear that uh this bible verse explaining and bringing to mind that all we have to do is just be patient all right so i want to thank you thank you thank you for listening to today's devotional i hope that you will come back tomorrow and listen to tomorrow's devotional so have for yourself a peaceful pleasant and a productive day goodbye hi good morning and welcome to another devotional segment I hope that you have been well rested over the weekend and you are ready for the new week. Today we're going to do one of the plans that is given in the Bible app. It's titled, Why Doesn't God do something and it's a new approach to an old question with dr barry chant right so this plan lasts from today which is monday to friday and this is what we will be doing for this week it says why doesn't god do something why doesn't god do something about suffering and trouble This ancient question is being asked today. Doesn't God care? Jesus suffered for us and was well acquainted with grief. Christianity was born in suffering and the Bible has much to say about it. This Bible plan features lively questions, conversations between Lynn and Sam who raise provocative questions and offer intriguing responses all right say we are going to start yes so we're going to go at day one and we're going to read the devotional so it is not so simple after all that's the topic for today not so simple after all sam says lynn Is there a God? Why doesn't he do something about human suffering? This is Lynn's response. 
What are you suggesting, Sam? That whenever there's a problem, God should prevent it? Sam says, of course not. I'm only talking about the serious ones. Lynn's response, define serious. Sam says, well, Lynn, serious would be things like pandemics or loss of income or poor health or earthquakes or Lynn cuts in. What kind of poor health? Cancer? Heart disease? Sam's response, yes. Lynn says, what about headaches, head colds? Sam's response, no, no, more serious than that. Lynn says, well, where do you draw the line, Sam? I mean, what's the difference between dropping a dinner plate and running a car into a tree? Or catching a cold and catching COVID-19? Essentially, they're all the same. Sam replies, well, yeah. I wouldn't expect God to fix up every small problem that comes along. Lynn says, how do you know whether a problem is small? If you had a head cold, it could be a very serious problem if you were to visit an elderly person in the hospital. Highly dangerous, in fact. Sam says, hmm, in that case, maybe. Lynn replies, or what if your cold was an excuse not to make the hospital visit? Or what if it enabled you to take a few days of sick leave? What if you saw advantages in having a cold? What then? Sam replies, well, then I might not see it as a problem at all. Lynn says, and back to heart disease. What if you were poor and lonely and a heart attack would be a blessed relief? Better than suffering in isolation and cold and hunger? Sam says, well, yeah, I suppose then. Lynn replies, can you see how difficult it is to resolve this issue, Sam? And what if you woke up one morning after a party feeling really sick because you had had too much to eat and drink the night before? Sam replies, well, that would be nothing to do with God. I wouldn't expect God to deal with that. Lynn says, but what if you ate something at the party that gave you food poisoning? Would you want God to heal you? Sam says, sure. Lynn replies, but stopping you from going to, by stopping you from going to the party? Sam says, hang on, Lynn. That's not what I meant. Lynn says, 